Welcome back to Talkville. Uh, this is exciting. This I don't know why this is exciting, but uh, it is exciting. I guess you'll find out because uh, I think our lead guest star, Tom, had a, uh, you know, he was, uh, and we were all enamored by her. Let's just say it. She was uh, we so- We got along well. We got along yes. well. Uh, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Every week we go back, we watch the episodes, and um, sometimes we're like, oh, that was pretty good. I'm proud to be on that show. And sometimes we're like, well, you know, it was, you know, okay. And every once in a while we <laughs> have episodes we don't like, but that is normal when you do 22 episodes. Um, no, you're always proud. You're always proud to be a part of it. That's true. You're always had proud you, to be a part had, of it. Had you been there more often, you may have had more an effect on the scenes you're not in. You know I could what? See that. You'd, be, you'd have been a great producer on the show, but that meant that would have meant you had to be there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tend to only want to be really involved on certain <laughs> things when they're my own or I have uh, a, like a uh, co-creator or if I was an executive producer, yeah, I, w- I think I would be more um, apt to be invested uh right but at my at this stage in my life i just sort of like if i'm gonna do a show i'm either gonna executive produce it and you know hopefully create it maybe write on it but i don't want to really necessarily do both just do well one, no wonder know. they didn't no wonder they didn't invite you you were like hey listen i just want to act executive produce and write <laughs> well that's what i'm doing right now i'm trying to that's it you know we can't write because of the strike but um you know i have thoughts yeah. that go on very deep Deep thoughts, Ryan. Ryan Tejas is here. I am here, and you're going to keep Mr. checking Ryan? my camera to make sure I'm in focus because no. someone, someone got in your head. I'm actually not getting looking. I'm just looking to see how comfortable you look in that chair. I'm getting the there. Couch. I'm trying to like. Yeah, you'll 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 get there. All right. Uh, our also, socials. Just, what? Sorry, just just real quick before there? I forget. We're all over the place. What the hell is that? That is, oh my lord! Did I Leanne make that for too. you? You're exactly right. <laughs> I was like, that is a Leanne. Oh, man. She went she went nuts on that one. That's a good one. Look at that. You put it on your... For Tom to bring something home and put it on his counter, he never brings stuff back. No, I don't. You don't, man. You're like, you want this? I'm like, I can't have two of those. I can't even fit them in my... Fit them in them, 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 them. All right. If you want to uh, support us, and it's so important that, you know, if you... Like, a lot of people just listen, and that's fine. Thank you. If you want to write a review, it helps us. It truly helps us on Apple or wherever you, mostly Apple, if you want to do that for the algorithm of, of the podcast and they'll, we'll go up and we'll be, we'll chart. And um, if you want to support the podcast in extra ways, it's Patreon. Patreon is the reason we are going. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Talkville. Um, support us today. And um, there's a lot of perks and a lot of fun. And you get your name shouted out at the end of every episode if you're a top tier and other stuff. In fact, we're doing Zooms today with uh, a lot of folks. I don't know why I said that, but we're doing some Zooms. So you the end's uh, going to be there, too. Yeah you, yeah, you can go to TalkvillePodcast.com and get a Zoom. We only do them once every three or four months for like an hour block. So that block's been full. So we're doing, I think, eight, and then we're done for four months. So get on that, TalkvillePodcast.com. A ton of other great merch. The Inside of You online store has great merch like this jacket and some new sunspin hat. Should I send you one, Tom? Will you wear it? Look. Oh, no, that's not my sunspin hat. That's a dog park hat. Never mind. I was going to say, it looks a lot different Never than mind. sunspin. Never mind. All right. At Talkville, you, you, what were you going to say? If you send it and it fits, I'll wear it. All right. I'll send it. I'll send it. 
All right. What are our socials, Ryan? At Talkville Podcast. That sounds right. On just about yeah. everything. <laughs> Most of it. I think that's right. And uh, you can always go to uh, at the Michael Rosenbaum on Instagram in the link tree. And it says all the events we're doing. Tom and I are going to tons of cons. All right. Without further ado, let's get into it. Season three, episode 14. This is Obsession. You are my obsession. Uh, titled Obsession aired February 18th, 2004, just four days after uh, Valentine's Day. Not No reason I said that. Mm-hmm. Director is James no. Marshall. Writer is Holly Harold. Two episodes in the season, Magnetic and Obsession. I liked Holly. Ian Summerholder is Adam Knight. Sarah Carter, oof, as Alicia Baker. Linda Boyd is Mrs. Baker in Netflix's Virgin River with an Ed O'Toole, by the way. Paula Perry is John Baker. Francois Yip as Dr. Leah Tang, and Camille Mitchell as Sheriff Nancy Adams. The synopsis, great news. Clark finds an attractive girl with superpowers who's willing to keep his secret. Bad news, she's crazy and wants to erase his past. <laughs> um, I will say this. I, I remember, it was truly one of the only times I ever felt this way, but I remember this actress, Sarah Carter. Sarah Carter. Or is it Sarah Connor? It it sounds close enough. Where that, Sarah that bit works, that I accept the bit. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but you know, when she walked on set, I was just like my jaw dropped. I was like, she was just—I oh. don't know what it was—just beautiful inside out. Her personality was awesome. I mean, she had this great energy about her. I was just like, oh my gosh, holy! I mean, crap. she was. Her and I got along really well. I'll be honest with you and say. I felt like the biggest dork in front of her. Like, I, I just felt like I, I, I was pretty. That. I felt like I, I just, but she, and I've seen, I've seen Sarah since. She came in with just her own playfulness and her own sort of thing. There wasn't drama. There, the, She just played the character and she was just very uh, interesting. And at the beginning, it doesn't seem like she has this big agenda, especially in the elevator and whatnot. But it was so refreshing to see Clark use his powers in front of someone yeah. and her being like, oh, I got you too. And so immediately you're like, wait, Clark may have found someone. And then, if, you know, you have to finish the episode to see that things may not go the way you think they're going to go. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you were attracted to her too, Ryan. Uh, I don't see it in the Yes. Yes, you were. <laughs> the episode begins in Metropolis inside Luther Corp as Lionel speaks to a field trip of students from Smallville High, I guess. He's got time to do that, including Chloe, who he's had a lot of, uh, let's say, just a tumultuous relationship with. The girl that has fired and who he has fired and whose father he has fired. As the group moves on through Luther Corp, Clark and Chloe get separated by their teacher, forcing Clark to take an elevator with fellow classmate Alicia Baker, someone we've never seen. We always have these new students who happen to, happen to be there a long period of time, but yeah. they're students. They all have dark secrets. And it's it's a professional environment. I love that moment in be- before the elevator when they're both trying to look at each other but not look at each other. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice moment. That's a and that's a James Marshall moment. If you, you know what I mean. Yeah. James likes to capture the little moments, uh, which sometimes when you're working with him, James, if you're hearing this, you hate. But then when you watch the episode, you're like, good one. Nice move. Yeah. As they make their way down, the elevator malfunction sends them into a free fall. Alicia begins to panic. Clark is forced to use his powers. He uses heat vision to take out the security camera. But wouldn't the security camera see him doing the heat vision? No, it's too fast. I mean, the all of a sudden, the camera's looking this... at you, and then it just goes 
All right, I'll, I'll, I'll buy that. He busts through the side of the elevator door so he could grip a pole <laughs> to slow them down before they crash. That was just weird. Do you have a new t-shirt idea? New t-shirt idea? Gripping the pole. <laughs> Tocqueville, gripping the pole. Since he showed her his, she decides to show him hers. Alicia grabs Clark and they teleport out of the elevator before Luther Corp security can catch them. Tom, any fond memories filming this elevator scene? Yeah, I do recall when Clark uses heat vision, reaches through, which looks like, like when he reaches through the elevator, nothing really breaks. You just see his hand. Like it's almost like he, his arm magically goes past the elevator to grab the yeah. pole. Like there's no like, it doesn't break the elevator and it would have. And I do remember when then she goes, well, let's just teleport. I remember being like, just right before the break, you'll see it in my eyes. I'm like, well, why didn't you just do that? Why didn't you just do that from the beginning? Yeah. Would you, were, were you, what were you waiting for? Yeah. Well, why didn't you do your but, trick? She was like, I was going to do it, but then I was going to let you die and do it last second. So you wouldn't see my power or something. I don't know. Or just, yeah, that was weird. The next day, Clark catches up with Alicia, and they flirt about knowing each other's powers. Alicia tells him this is why she comes off snobby and that her powers came from the meteor shower. Over at the town, Lana walks into the loft to snoop into Adam's belongings to try and figure out what's up with that guy. As she reads the journal entries about herself and Clark, Adam startles her. She tells him to leave, and Adam threatens to be a squatter. <laughs> Was there anything creepy about the fact that he just kept, it, kept walking toward her? No, like yeah. nothing. It's just, he's, he just he's kept been closing creepy in. the whole series. I mean, the whole arc. <laughs> he's been creepy. He was nice in that first scene, but there was. Then after that, it just kind of got like, how many times did he block her in the apartment or say get out or this? Or it just seemed like yeah. I was like I was over this storyline. Were you, Ryan? I mean, there's a reason for it. And we're gonna find out why. Yeah, but I was just over it. I was over but the storyline. We knew that was gonna happen. We knew that some I mean, shady was, ass shit was in, going down. Yeah, I guess we did. And in in watching this episode, it's both Car- Clark and Lana both meeting people who may be the answer to what they've been looking for and finding out maybe not so much. Mm. Mm. Back at school, Clark meets up with Alicia in the physics club. You know, back to school. Uh, she school. asks him out and makes him giddy, which Tom's giddiness certainly uh, pushed through in some of these scenes. He looks such a little nerd. I love that. He's just like, oh, you know how to look. I think you were giddy just from her. You had an affair with her. You, I you mean, had an yeah, we You had an affair with her, yeah, didn't you? Absolutely not. No. I know you would. You were no. a good guy. You would never do that. I no. know. And, uh, but consider it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, but I was single. You weren't. You were married and you were very Listen, it's a lot of fun. It, listen, this is a perfect example. When you get an actor and and all actors are fun. Don't get me wrong, especially if they're willing to and they want to be there in a scene, then the energy is a lot of fun. When you get someone who also is like playful and like the the the, the storylines also overlap it's awesome, man. When you can connect with another actor, it's fun. It is It's fun. a great time. You're right. You like yeah. look forward to coming to work to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. The excitement is short-lived uh, when she asks him out uh, because Lana brings him back to reality when she shares Adam's journal- journaling with Clark. And as Alicia passes them in the hall, Clark gets defensive. That night, Clark invites Alicia back to his loft to gaze at the stars. And after telling her she doesn't look like a science geek, Alicia tries to figure out <laughs> how he can do the things he does. Clark drives her back home to end the date as we hear one thing by Finger Eleven. I caught that too. Thanks, Bryce. 
I don't get it. <laughs> that's the band. That's the song. What what about it? It's just it was really famous at the time. So it was? That, that was a big get. That was a lot of money. Oh. They share an almost <laughs> there you go, good, line producer. good night kiss. Everything seems <laughs> to be going perfect. Too perfect. <laughs> Late that night as Clark is sleeping, he's startled awake by the ultimate teenage boy fantasy as Alicia teleports into his bed to pick up where they left off. Holy cowabunga, man. Unfortunately, they don't get too far as Jonathan's Jonathan cock blocks his son by walking into his room unannounced and finding Clark being straddled. That was so I, 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 striking. It was striking. It was like that Depeche <laughs> mode, not to sound like a pervert, but like, I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. <laughs> I'm going crazy and I can't. Uh, uh, and Alicia is just not. I don't know. I, I mean, they never well, it also that. felt like that on the day. Like, don't get me wrong. And I'm telling you. When Jonathan opens up the door, so I think I think Marshall did this on purpose. Like Sarah and I were doing the scene, whatever, and he goes, and then John's gonna come in, but we're gonna focus on you and Alicia. We're gonna get all these shots first, right? But they were really and in so, Jonathan. So Jonathan didn't like walk in on every part. Marshall would just say cut when Jonathan would come in. So then finally, when Jonathan came in, he basically kicked the door in, and I didn't like I didn't see John. You know what I mean? It was a severe interruption, and I think Marshall did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. And so that reaction you see, neither Sarah or I had seen John. John. And so when he, when he comes in and he shot us first, we were, we're both caught as characters. Yeah, you know that was I mean? great. That response was great. Look, and the look on Jonathan's face, dude, I actually felt bad. <laughs> like, I was it like, was what, really what good. I, so that was I was hoping, though, I was hoping that Jonathan would have kind of like, Clark, we need to talk. And then as he left, the door closes. He goes, my boy. He was a little too angry with you about hooking up with a hottie. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us wish we had more time. But time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you could do more of it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can help everyone be the best they can be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Listen, learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TalkVille today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TalkVille. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences 
each day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This next scene and we're talking about her, it's cool that they they wrote it in a way where she could oh, enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Clark walks downstairs, tries to explain his new relationship to his parents, including the fact that Alicia has powers and knows that he does too. Martha and Jonathan are upset that Clark would share his secret. He says he feels connected because she was willing to risk her own secret to keep his. And uh, yeah, I really like that, that she could hear that stuff. She heard about the kryptonite yeah. and all that shit. The next day at school, Clark arrives to find that Alicia is already gossiping about what happened the night before and has also decorated his locker, turning it into a shrine for her. Clark gets a little spooked and tells her they need boundaries. She doesn't think so. 21 minutes in, we get a Lex appearance. Hmm. I had a nice vacation. Clark goes to his friend for relationship advice, knowing he has a knack for crazy relationships with women. However, Clark can't really share the intricacies of their super relationship. Clark leaves and goes to Alicia's house where he is greeted by her parents. Clark tries to tell them that Alicia is moving too fast and getting the wrong idea, but they are persistent in telling him to go along with it for the love of God. Before Clark leaves, Alicia's father warns him to be careful because of what happened to her previous boyfriend. Unknowingly, Alicia was behind the door and could hear the whole thing. She hears everything. She doesn't need super hearing. She just needs to pay attention. Like she hears everything. She's good. She hears everything. Oh, and we breezed right through Pete's only scene in the entire episode. Oh, yeah. What was he in? He oh, just, sorry. He, it he was comes fun to give, see like, Pete. Clark, like, he's just like, yeah, man. Great. And then he leaves. That's it? He's like, yeah, dude. Everyone knows. All right. Peace. That's it. <laughs> he just Michael Bolton. After having like a whole featured episode. Like, it's a bummer. But yeah. Yeah, that, that's weird, man. How get, they don't continue it, on that friendship thing a little bit. Uh-huh. And they just go right to yeah, this but one. It's, but, it, but again, it's exactly what Clark needs at that moment. You know, it's like, yeah, hey, man, you... Clark's like, somebody finally knows who I am. They like it. They understand it. I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell people. And then Pete's like, dude, yeah. And he's like, cool. And then he opens his locker and it's like psycho. Jesus. Back at the talent, Lana sees, uh, seeks help from Lex to get rid of Adam. Lex makes the comment that there are ways of getting rid of someone a lot faster than eviction. That's for sure. You can't really evict somebody. They'll just squat. In your Yeah. Clark arrives back home to find his loft decorated with more pictures of Alicia Alicia and his yearbook defaced. Alicia drew all over Lana's face and tell him he needs to forget about her because they're meant to be together. Mid-conversation, she gets a call that her father has been has fallen down the stairs. Hmm. Uh-huh. They head to the hospital and the sheriff asks Alicia, Hey, uh, could someone want him hurt because there was blunt trauma to the head? Clark accuses her of being involved. She tells him that she did it for them. Before Clark can get her to the, tell the sheriff, she teleports away. I thought she did a great job in the hallway with the sheriff of looking. <clears throat> yeah, her tears like, were like, it was good. Yeah, she, she nailed it. She nailed it. She did a really good job. And then you get Clark kind of, you get Clark kind of like, yeah, but I mean, let's put this together. There's, uh, I should have got her on this episode, but then I don't think we would have talked so frankly about how much we loved her <laughs> We've been like, that's true the good news is because of the success of this episode you may not know this but she comes back there's another episode that sarah comes back really yep 
Well, it's a good damn. one. So maybe we'll have you back on that one. All right. Clark heads back home and finds Alicia in the kitchen. Alicia getting intel on his family and using them to threaten Clark to stay with her. Clark doesn't give in. Clark heads to the torch to share what's been going on with Alicia. Chloe suggests that her one weakness is Clark. This triggers an idea, and Clark hatches a plan to take her down. Chloe heads to the Baker home and tells Alicia that the sheriff suggests Clark is involved in the accident. Chloe tells Alicia that she is Clark's only chance in proving his innocence and needs to see her. Allison did a great job of lying convincingly here. There's one point where she kind of like looks to the side for the audience, but then the rest of it is like, she's emotional. She sells it. I mean, she's one of our great, I mean, yeah, we have a lot of great actors on the show. Allison could always do it. She could always turn it up. Alicia goes to meet Clark in an old warehouse, which seems a lot like Luther Corp. He tries to get her to come clean, but she resists, telling him that they'll just run away together. Clark takes her into a separate room with lead paint, rendering her powers useless. But luckily, she's able to get away when she pulls a piece of kryptonite from her bag. Weakening Clark, she gives him a kiss and then leaves before the cops can get there. After that, Alicia heads to the Talon to take out Lana so she and Clark can finally be together. She corners her in the alley and pulls out a giant butcher knife that looks incredibly fake. That could not look any worse. Prop department, I love you guys, but what the F? That looked like it was just a piece of aluminum, not even aluminum foil. Looked like just, it was crap. I was also waiting for Lana to like pull out some of those moves a couple episodes ago when her and Chloe fought on the steps. I was waiting for Lana to do like a roundhouse kick and just like completely take her out. You know what I mean? That would have been dope. Lana runs inside, but Alicia teleports to stop her. Alicia goes into a psycho monologue and then throws Lana into a wall, knocking her out for the how many of time? Before Alicia Baker is able to go Norman Bates, Clark escapes by kicking the lead paint over the kryptonite and reducing its effect. He then supersedes to the talon, throws a bucket of paint at her, using his heat vision to explode the bucket, turning the place into a scene from Carrie. They're all going to laugh at you. Or laugh at me. Alicia tries to teleport away, but because the paint is lead, she is unable to. I don't think there's any comment of what happens to Alicia at all. No asylum, no arrest, or anything. Well, she just is covered in paint, which was annoying. No one? No one was pissed about that? Like, well, I mean, you're I mean, you're right. I mean, that's the thing. Nothing really comes about it. I know she comes back for another episode, but I can't recall why or how. Uh, maybe Clark helped her? Yeah. I don't know. Perhaps. After yet another Clark-related near-death experience, Lana goes to talk with him the next day. She's pretty upset when she tells Clark that Alicia bragged about knowing certain things about Clark that he wouldn't share with anyone else. Lana leaves, and Martha tries to console her, telling him that someday he will find the right person and that there's no one like him out there. Later that night, Lana returns to the town, overjoyed that Adam's gone. She tries thinking about what Lex said. She tries thanking Lex, but he says he had no hand in doing this, and his security hasn't been able to track Adam down. What security? Yeah, my shitty security. Sorry. We then cut (laughs) to a scene with Adam tied to a chair, Lionel poking and prodding at him. Turns out Lionel arranged for Adam to live in Smallville to get close to Lana Lang in order to feed him information about his peers. Before Lionel leaves, he tells Dr. Tang, that Adam is no longer a participant in the clinical trial that is feeding him the drugs he needs to stay alive. I think the worst part about that scene, from in a, in a good way, is you find him there and you're like, oh, that must be horrible. Like he's there. And then Lionel walks in. We have this conversation and Lionel walks and just turns out the lights. 
like just leaves him there. <laughs> to me, that was terrifying. It's one thing to be there and tied down, but then to be left there completely alone in the dark, that would drive I, me crazy. I personally feel differently. I think that wasn't the, the creepiest, scariest way to end that episode. I what think was your I, didn't, I didn't like that there was like almost like a library setting in terms of like this narrow hallway that was all bunched up with stuff and he was at the end of it. It should have been a, a very empty, cold room, nothing around it. Dark. And the camera should have been, and, and you know, when he's sitting there begging, please, please. And, and Lionel looks at him. I almost. Well, it's the same in Asylum when you were there. Maybe it was Asylum with the one before when they had Lex in that white, stark sort of room with the double side mirror. It could have been that room. You know, it would have been cooler. I wish I was in the writer's room. So as so Lionel is sitting there and he's asking for the injection, Adam wants the injection. It keeps him alive, right? Finally, himself. he looks, no, he looks at Dr. Tang and he says, it's my dog's toy. And he looks at Dr. Tang and he says, after Adam's begging relentlessly, he says, and he leaves and then she inject, injects something and then she leaves and he goes, Wait, uh, and then poosh, lights go out. That is freaking cooler, man. That's dark. That's pretty cool. Um, That's true. All right, look. Interesting things of note. Interesting. As Adam informs note. Lana, it is indeed difficult to evict someone. It's also illegal for landlords to enter rented apartments without permission. The season three DVD contains a deleted scene in which a pair of Luther Corp henchmen abduct Adam Knight by shooting him with a tranquilizer gun. In the Talon, Lex tells Lana, believe me, there are definitely ways of getting rid of someone a lot faster than that. When he says that, a winged wall decoration is directly behind his head, resembling devil's horns. Ooh. Ah, I didn't notice cool. that. Ironic. Don't you think? It's like rain. Sorry, side note, but did the... did How was the makeup in this episode, Michael? Did anything bump for you? <laughs> I didn't like my makeup in one episode, but the rest of it was good. I didn't know. It, it didn't jump out at me. I everybody... forgot about that. It was just that episode. I thought everybody looked really like handsome and pretty. Yeah, I thought it looked really good this episode. Mostly it does. It was just that episode I noticed bad makeup. And you know what? It could have been bad lighting. It was a different DP. It could have just been bad light. Not, or Sometimes it's hard to light a certain room. I don't. I don't know. All I'm going to say is, it, well, I noticed it. You know, from working with Natalie, because she, she was a master at this. She's meticulous. She would, she would consider who the DP was, and she would change what she was doing. Yes, it was you know, easier she'd for say, her to Barry adapt uses to someone bri else. Brighter bluish lights, so we're going to make you yep. a little more green. Yep, <laughs> or whatever. Um, yeah. All right. Now it is time for the hotline talk get your questions in 213 jet cute j-e-t-c-u-t-e make them short if you can uh we're going to start with our top tier patron privilege this is garrett w garrett what do you got for us what companies would you want to work for just capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good companies like bank of america which just earned the prestigious just capital 2024 seal Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. 
Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Hey there, this is Gear from Wisconsin. Uh, my question is for the episode Obsession. Tom, you had amazing chemistry with Sarah Carter and plays Alicia. Uh, was that natural or did you have to be part of her auditioning process? Because your chemistry was fire. So thanks. Yeah, we all noticed. Um, I was not a part of the auditioning process. I, I don't know the story of how she became to be a part of Smallville, but I know that her and I got along very quickly and very easily. We just really enjoyed the playfulness of um, especially what the what the characters are doing. And we just had a good time together. Yeah. Hey, it's Thomas the Leaf Blower with a question for the season three episode Obsession. I was wondering, Tom, do you remember how you did that uh, punching your fist through the wall of the elevator scene? Nice short question. Uh, quick answer, no. It looked a little. It looked a little cheesy to me. It was probably just blue screen or, or green screen because they had blue screen just, then it, too, where you just put your yeah. hand there and they combine that yeah. and make it look like your hands through something. It's probably pretty easy. It's probably an easy shot. It's just I thought it was more. I thought it was not really a Smallville thing. I think a Smallville thing is you show the arm going through and you see the destruction on the elevator wall as it's as it's. I'm. I'm not going to use my hand to, to show you. Yeah, please um, don't. Please don't. That was <laughs> weird. Um, all hey, right. it's Dylan from Dallas. Obsession ends with Alicia Baker knowing Clark's secret, which as we all know is usually a death sentence. However, a few guest characters have managed to survive after learning about Clark that could easily say, damn, I know who that is. My question is, would you be down to keep track of <laughs> characters that learn Clark's secret and live? So far, we're at nine. Yeah. Kyle Tippett from Hug, Eric Summers from Leech, Justin Gaines from Crush, Ian Randall from Dichotic, the three kryptonite juicers from Witness, Van McNulty from Extinction, and now Alicia Baker from Obsession. And Bryce, forgive me for making your job a little bit harder. Thanks, guys. Right? That's a that's a Bryce wow. question. Bryce, if you want to jump in here, are you willing to do that? No, I don't think Bryce wants to do that. Bryce, you do whatever you want. But that's nine people who know his secret. Did, did they count Pete? Did he say Pete? Oh, and Martha and Jonathan? Or are these guest characters? I think, he, I think he probably meant guest because that's easy. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Hmm. I wonder. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Some voicemails. Here's Johnny Boy. John, what did you got? Hey, this is John from Seattle, Washington. Obviously, Alicia, at the time, I remember when, it, when the show came out, uh, her character was huge, even though she's only in only around three episodes. Uh, after the date, Clark, uh, you have a little trip downstairs. So, Tom, do you remember if that was intentional or not? It seems pretty natural. Thanks, guys. I think it was natural. It looked, it looked like you accidentally tripped or whatever. It was kind of cool. I tried to do that. I tried to add that in there to show that I was nervous around her. Yeah. It wasn't an, an actual trip and it wasn't written that was just me act, trying to act i love it and i and if you if you see the look on her face because she knows it's not written it was just like me trying to get her attention yeah yeah it was dope season three episode 14 finale was giving me some serious saw vibes anyway this is carter k from farmington missouri and my question is about your thoughts on lionel to this point one minute i think he's evil and the next i think he's too crazy to see what he does as being evil is he a crazy genius or an evil genius. John Glover is always keeping me on my toes throughout these episodes. Thanks, Team Talkville. If I was watching this, I would be like, uh, this guy is a sociopath, psychopath. Uh, he is a master manipulator. Um, you know, I think he's got, I mean, it, it shows how, why Lex is the way he is. And it's amazing how Lex is so surprisingly together 
as you see that you know you're you're usually a product of your own environment and it's hard to fight that and and having a father like that and you haven't even heard the the last of it there's plenty left he's there there's so much there's so much to it and unfortunately i already watched the next episode and there's a lot that comes out but there's a part of the dynamic between lex and lionel that i find interesting that lex learns from his father how to unfortunately be like his father that's one of the things and how to be resilient the like luther yeah you know, because he's had so many women, so many people just want to see him fail, want to see your fail. When, when you have that, you have nothing to lose and you don't care what people think at some point. And when you start not caring yeah. about what people think, there's a power in that. But it's well, also when you a stop, very... When you stop caring about people. Yes. I think that's the next one. It's okay to not care what people think. When you stop caring about people... That's when uh, slippery slope. But I also think it's important to care a little about what people think. Some people are like I don't give a fuck. I'll just do I. You know, and I think it's important to care about people and sort of have an idea of like you know propriety and and doing the right thing. And anyway, sure. Hey guys, Michael here from Bendigo in Australia. So Tom, did you feel that there was a uniquely strong chemistry between you and Sarah when acting? Like, come on, Alicia was so bubbly and sweet. She was featured in two more episodes, but is there a reason why she wasn't afforded a longer run? With her powers, a tag team superhero arc would have been so great. What do you guys think about that? Thanks guys, love the plot. No, I think you're right. I think her character, especially the beginning, the bubbly and sweet and pretty and, you know... Clark, I see you for who you are. And and then her and I got along great on set. It was very easy. We had we did have great chemistry. It was fun to it was fun to to go to set together. Yes, it was. Or watching you go to set together. <laughs> Apparently. So we've only Apparently. had four questions about it. Hi, uh Ronnie from Jackson, Michigan. Just seeing uh Michael's performance. When he's talking to Lana, it's just phenomenal. Is it hard for you to perform so seriously, being such a happy-go-lucky guy, like a funny-type guy? Thank you. Ronnie, I it's love you, buddy. Act. Thanks, dude. Um, you know, it's actually easier for me to not be serious. It's easier for me to just be fun and just jump into something. Uh, I think, you know, it wasn't – I think sometimes it was difficult because, you know – it's like you're performing in front of people and the whole crew and other cast, and they know you is so goofy. So when you're doing it seriously, they're like, what is he doing? Oh, he's serious. Huh? <clears throat> but again, it's just about confidence and just, you know, sometimes I had more confidence than other days. Some days I was just getting by with knowing the lines and pretending that I, I was confident, but um, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll add this. If, if you and I both had, a nickel for every time Kristen just looked at either of us and went, we would be billionaires. Oh, yeah. Trillionaires. She's like, oh, And she, guys. even now when we see her at cons and you and I are like, ah, she's just like, oh, you guys. Things haven't, she just, you things know, haven't changed. Yeah. This is Monty. Hello, Monty. I hope your question's delightful. Monty. Ryan. Monty. Uh, it's Monty from Michigan. Have either of you had a crazy ex-girlfriend, and what can you share? Thank you. Uh, I won't talk about that, but hell yes. Uh, uh, I've, I've had wor- I've had worse than a crazy ex-girlfriend, but I won't talk about that yeah, either. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, international folks. Daniel, 
Michael, did you enjoy the horror elements of the scene where Alicia was chasing Lana with a knife? Yes, if the knife looked more realistic. Gene C, or Gian C, Clark grew up in a home full of verbal and physical affection. So why do you think he doesn't express this kind of affection towards his girlfriends? Well, because she's so in his face and overwhelming, I think he's, and he also has to be careful, right? Time you have to be careful with, you know, your powers and those things. Well, that's the funny thing about this is Clark finally gets what he wants. Someone who not only, you know, accepts his powers and has powers, but now there's this whole other thing, which is why it's called obsession. This whole like laying it on really thick, really quick, taking over your locker, the whole thing. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Clark's like, he doesn't have a superpower to actually defend against that or to override that. This becomes an emotional situation. That's what I'd like to see in this episode is Clark sort of trying to navigate emotionally. Hmm. All right, now it's time for the Rose and Bomb rating system. You know, Ryan hasn't talked in a bit. Ryan? If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart, Nike, Wine.com, Samsung, Lenovo, Sephora, and more and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. <laughs> oh, Mr. Ryan, to you. Mr. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, that's Mr. Ryan. Mr. Ryan. Uh, Let me guess what you're going to give it. No. Hold on. Let me think about this, honestly. I will give it 1.5. Wow. 1.5. That's what I did. 1.5. Same. Oh. Same. Yeah. You know, as charming yep. as it was some moments mm-hmm. and as, you know, you and Alicia and all that, that was fine. Uh, there was, I just didn't think it was great. I thought it was okay. I thought it was an okay episode. I thought she's got a, this secret. He's got a secret. She's too upset. They could have made her more likable and more believable by not being so psycho you could still be psycho remember a lot of people don't know they're they're bad or they're they have no, but, but hold on hold on hold on hold on i disagree this she's there for one episode the episode's called obsession she has to make that turn it doesn't have so to be we have called obsession to that's it. where they went wrong it just could have been called oh. alicia and little alicia oh that would have well then it's different and then it would have been different i just feel like it was like oh 
I scribbled out this in Lana. How am I going to get this guy if I'm like showing up to like there's so, but, something I know she's crazy. I hate to use that but word. It's such a, but it's more from uh, from the Clark perspective, which is like here is someone he can actually relate to who he's going to give more of himself to. He doesn't feel like he has to be as guarded with as he does with Lana because he feels like he has to protect her. So he's going to give a little more. And then in giving more, she gives too much back. It's like a you know what I mean? Uh, like it's um. In That's, Clark's oh, openness, because, he sort of welcomes in. Um, so she was, she was, she was kind of like this before. But once she sees that Clark has abilities, she felt like her floodgates could open. So yeah. to speak, right, could be like, right. yeah. by the hey, way, let's, Obsession let's just, is a character in the comics who's um, obsessed with Superman and stole artifacts that allow her to have similar powers. That's also cool. Oh, that's 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 cool. That, interesting. You know, kind of negates my comments. So, so you're gonna. So so, what's your rating there? <sighs> After I'm, I'm all that, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'll give it a rose because she was really appealing to look at. <laughs> I'll give it a rose, but not. Thank bad. you, thank you, Sarah Carter. Yeah, thank you. Death and save count zero dead. One save. save. Clark saves Lana. Go figure. Through fourteen episodes in season three, fifteen dead, twenty three saved. Series seventy four dead, ninety three saved. And now it's time for Ryan's favorite scene. He's written down three scenes, and we will choose his this is favorite a, scene. Favorite this is a strange scene. one, just because of the episode itself. There's really no, I don't know. There's oh, really no standouts. What? So, so far, it's Tom with two points, Michael with two, tied five times, and nobody got four. So this is, uh, oh. yeah. Oh, the, I thought quick, I was this, behind for sure. Uh, I don't. This is what, not part of my favorite scene, but was this like the first time we saw people like walking to school in the snow? Or no? Am I insane? Probably I walking in is the snow. I don't know. It, it struck me as interesting. Like you guys hadn't like actually like walked to school in the snow. It was like it felt like very uh, old school. Old school. I don't know why. That's cool. I don't remember that. Uh, also, because I was just up there in in Vancouver, I was like, mm. "How that sounds like a it looked pretty and it was like cool." Anyway. Uh, not part of this. Uh, okay, so, <laughs> scene one, uh, the cold open in the elevator. Uh, scene two, where she sneaks in Clark's bed. And scene three, the exploding paint can. You know what? I think, like, Ryan's, this is tough. What do you say, Tom? I picked last time. It's tough because you're, you're trying to you're trying to think what Ryan would like. And you're also and trying to be he like, like... He likes the bigger picture of the Superman lore. He likes stunts. Yeah, and it so the, changes everything. Even time. though the paint can's in there, I think he's going to like seeing Clark being uncomfortable. Number two, the bed scene. That, I think that, you like. I say that the too. It's number two. And it, I, here's the yeah. thing I thought he was not going to say it because it sounds too pervy, but it's got to <laughs> yeah. be that scene. Oh my God. Yeah. We both got it. <laughs> we died once again. When was the last time any of us got laid? <laughs> well, Ryan, like, Ryan likes to see <laughs> yeah, the characters seriously. out of their elements. So it's good. All right. That's it for this episode, folks. Uh, stick around next week as we come back to life with episode 15 of season three, Resurrection. Um, let us know your thoughts on the episode over on our socials at Talkville Podcast or at Talkville Pod. I don't know why he keeps saying that, but in the beginning he says Talkville Pod. Just go everywhere on that. But Bryce, you keep messing that up. And you don't mess things up ever. Show support for the podcast by joining Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash talkville. We would love and welcome your support, and it really helps the podcast. 
keep going. So if you want 10 seasons, you hopefully will join Patreon. Uh, if you want more yeah. information, go to at the Michael Rosenbaum and go to my link tree for any cons, cameo, all that stuff that Tom and I are doing. Yep. And uh, I'm back on the cameo. Thanks to you. Oh, back you're back on the, on the cameo. cameo. I just did, just did five this weekend. Thank really? you to all of you. Nicely done. Now we're going to do a bunch of Zooms. Yeah. Enjoy. Yep. All right, guys, remember, folks, always hold on to Smallville. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to. Be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen. All right, last but not least, our lovable patrons, we love you. Um, Thanks for joining patreon.com slash talkville and these are the top tiers who really give back we loved hanging out with you in dc and we'll do that again sometime maybe like once a year or something we'll uh once every couple of years let's get it here we go nikki g leanne p raj c santiago m little lisa thomas leafblower sophie m betsy d ray h Hadada, karen apple m danielle b 99 more leilani n brett g always hold on to smallville Esteban G, DJ Kento, Garrett W, Kimberly L, Tom N, Jason W, Osama A, Lana Rams with Banana. All right, fine. I Did got a it. lot of flack for that. Nancy D from DC. Uh, Brian G, Sarah W, Amanda R, Teddy127, Michael P, Theo M, Ryan R, and Jordan M. Hillary B, Randy B, Craig G. I got kind of rhyme there. Hillary B, Randy B, Craig G, Christy R, Karen P. Jor L, Heather, and Greg. Got to meet a lot nice of people. these folks there. Nico P, I made Smallville save butts. We met, met you too. too. Brian H, Eric K, Kristen B, Craig C, Nanine W. Stephanie K, Darth, Achilles, Finky, Tamara H, Stephen F. Damn, who's that? Jeanette E, Deadvid, General Zod, Big D, Doug R. <laughs> I knew it. Carlos C, Tommy Z, Boston 68, Ken the Limerick guy. Corey L, he should write a Limerick for us. Mr. Home Arcade, Amanda K, Jesse C, Claire M, D. Brown, Karenira, M, Elden Supremo, Leslie V, McBirds, Ginger Moose, Christopher S, Christoph S, I'm sorry, Michelle M, Drew, Brittany S, Marisol P, what up? Uh, Michael Kane doesn't blank. Mike Sebastian Kane F, doesn't blank. Sourpuss, Cranky Pants, Matthew and Lincoln B, Carol B, The Coopers. That's, yeah, that's, uh, you know, Sourpuss, Cranky Pants, Wolfie. Wolfie's hilarious. Oh my gosh. She was uh she was something else. Marion Louise L, CGO, Cindy C, Nikki L, Bish, Bash, Bosch's Lemon Pledge, Shannon, Fofan, and M, Brian S, Tina E, Matt R, Anthony R, Jess or Jen T. Jen. Jen. Jess D, Cassie B, Felicia R, Danny M, DS the R N, J S, Rachel D, Gingerous Primus, and Nate Danger. Remember them? At the uh, Smallville Nights. Yep. Gingerous Prime and Nate Danger. Little Nate, when you're rich, you aren't crazy. You're eccentric. Paul W., Jonas One, Samantha S., Derek Smallville Podcast, Sage C., Spicy Brown says, Carrie A., we love you. We adore you. Thanks for making this possible. Blessings. <laughs>